You're listening to the Stag Sports Network Podcast, only on FairfieldStags.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Stag Sports Network Season Outlook Podcast as we continue on our march towards the start of the 2021 athletic season. I'm joined now by Jackie Kane, the head coach of Fairfield Field Hockey. And Jackie, it seems like we've done a lot of these Zoom chats over the past well, few months now, talking mostly about the last time we saw your group on the field. Now it's actually nice to get to talk about the season that's coming up. Yes. Uh, is it kind of the same theme for you guys? It's like finally just getting back out in the field and defending your title. Uh, first of all, it's amazing that you need a pandemic to really appreciate the small things. And our entire team, our motto has been number one, be together. You know, whenever we have the opportunity, let's be together. Second is be better every time that we're out there. And then the third and biggest is just go with it because every day presents a different challenge. Um, and, you know, gratefully, we all have our health and uh, our family's health. And that's the most important thing. And be grateful to be outside. And obviously, every time that we're out there, we go hard so that we're ready to defend our championship. A common theme that's been propping up during these chats with other coaches is that tighter unity uh, between the players on every team, for that matter. It's almost like every coach has said that it's even stronger, that bond that they build than in years past. So I'm curious, is it the same for your group this year? Yes and no. Uh, yes, in the sense when we're in smaller pods, um, as a result of, of just being very careful with um, COVID protocols, those pods got very close, but I don't know if our team is as gelled as it was at the end of um, 2019, just because we haven't been together enough. Um, hopefully, we're going to continue to stay in our bubble and be very safe and aware of our activities and how it will affect the total team so that we can be together more. And the more we are together, the better we'll get as a group and the stronger we get, the, the stronger the ties will be. So you talk a lot about these pods. So I'm curious, what has the preseason buildup been like to this point? How much has your group been able to been, be together as one versus how much is it just small groups, individual workouts kind of take us inside what it's been like? Um, basically every day they get a text from me saying what the hockey gods have given us. Um, you also have to throw in cold weather and snow on the field. So, um, yesterday was a great hockey God day. Today's another good hockey God day. So, um, we take advantage of every moment we can be outside, whether it's with five people, 10 people, or the entire group of 27. Um, today we're working directly with the forwards, uh, the attack groups coming out um, so that we can work with them and, and get them ready to finish and score because we can't win games unless we have balls in the net. You know, I wish I, I there is no formula and, and it's, I'm used to going with the flow. I mean, I think that's one of my strengths is being able to adapt to what's in front of me at any given time. I think with our young athletes, um, they're very overachieving individuals. And because of that, they have it, they're very structured and disciplined. So when I, when it's not known, it causes them a little more anxiety. 
So we're kind of working through that. We're working through it's okay. Whatever we do, as long as we're together, we get a couple touches on the ball to be better. We're going to be fine. But I think that's been difficult for them is just, okay, what's going on today, coach? And I'm like, okay, well, today it's 43 and sunny. So we're having a good day outside today. You know, um, there was a day that, you know, the field was, we walked out to the field and there was only partially plowed. I mean, there, there was only like a 60 by 10 inch, 10 foot lane. And they're like, Oh, are we practicing? I'm like, yeah, we have 10 feet by 60 feet. I'll figure something out, you know? So we, we, we just worked in that very small area. So every day is a new day and every day is a new day, uh, another chance to get better. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually curious and kind of hearing in that philosophical side versus the adjustment and making things work. Is this almost kind of maybe helping you going forward when you look back on things saying, okay, so we have become resourceful. We can figure out to make things work even when things are kind of against us a little bit and still putting out some sort of quality practices and trying to make your group better and better every day. I believe that. Yes. Uh, But once again, when you're dealing with young athletes that put a lot of individual pressure on themselves, they they don't see that big picture sometimes. They just see, oh, I I didn't get as many touches or I wasn't as good as I was, you know, in October of last year or October of 2019. I go, yeah, none of us were as good as we were in October of 2019 yet, you know, Um, you know, we just have to keep building and, and get to the championship game and hopefully continue from there but it's a growth and and growth takes time and you know sometimes you have sunny beautiful days and sometimes you have cold windy days and we'll grow however we can on whatever day we can so definitely well you kind of mentioned talking about championship games so I guess we should talk about the format (laughs) of what the season's going to look like so the northeast conference which is for those who don't know, uh, that's where Fairfield Field Hockey plays. Uh, their, that's their conference affiliation. It's a little different uh, than the MAC. You guys are actually scheduled to play every opponent at one point during the season. Now, the big change is, unlike in previous years, there's no conference tournament. It's a conference championship game. It's yes. first versus second. It's at the host, the higher seed gets the host of the game. I mean, looking at it from a neutral or contextual standpoint that has to give you guys the biggest carrot in the world, knowing that you in theory and reality can hold your own destiny by performing well and ultimately putting yourself in the best case possible scenario for one game to get into the NCAA tournament. Yes. That's how uh, the coaches look at it, but I'm just going to bring back the theme of our girls. They they've just, that's added it's additional pressure on them and we're working on our mindset there to be prepared and we're putting you in the best position to win. Um, There's a big difference between making top four and winning the championship versus you got to make top two. And Oh, by the way, if you want to play on our field, you have to be number one. So, um, and without any games under our belt right now and not have been not playing since the big apple last year, they just, you know, they just need to play and see that they, they haven't 
they haven't atrophied as a group or as individuals or as a team. They've actually gotten stronger because I think they appreciate, once again, the sport. They love the sport again. They love being part of the team again. And, and those are the things that are going to drive us to a championship. Definitely. No, I, I love to hear the coaching side of it or your perspective. As it, <laughs> how do you see the league going this year? I mean, there, we know what the competition is going to be like. Um, where do you see this league going potentially? And what, what should we expect this year? You know, if 2020 hasn't taught us anything, it's like, don't expect anything. I, I, I don't, you, you really don't know. We could be in a great place and then all of a sudden, you know, have an injury or, or have a, a unfortunately a, um, a positive case. And, and that's going to just send everything, you know, into a tizzy and it's how those teams that they can, that can react and that are resourceful and per, are preparing for everything possible to be ready to go. Um, I think, you know, I, 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 I know some of the squads are, very big, like mine. I know some of the squads are really small, you know, and, and they're just afraid that they, if they will have enough people to field a team, um, you know, everybody it's different surface areas. You know, some teams have field turf, some people have AstroTurf like we do, you know, so being able to adapt to that, you know, for AstroTurf team to adapt to field turf and, and how the ball rolls versus a field turf team adapting to an AstroTurf team and the speed of play. So it's going to be a crazy year. It's just exciting for whoever does win the NEC because of the um, six-team cohorts um, for the 12-team NCAA. So whoever goes there really has a great shot to making it to the Final Four. As long as you can perform that one weekend, you can make it to the Final Four, which is amazing for the NEC. It's the best opportunity ever for, for our conference. Definitely. It's something that we're going to keep an eye on. And for those listening at home, if you want to see what Fairfield will be, who they'll be lining up against, make sure to go to fairfieldstags.com for all that information. We've, you've talked about how big your group is this year. So uh, in previous chats, we have talked about what the roster is going to look like. But for those that may have missed, you do have a number of new players coming in. The key benefit is you don't lose any players from our previous team. So because of the fact that you've have got this bigger roster and spots for competition that are up, for grabs right now. Um, what has the makeup of the group been like? How have the young players come in thus far? And you know, what have they brought to the table that you've seen in your eyes? I think the young players, the rookies, um, unfortunately in the fall, we didn't really have enough time with them with all the different setbacks to develop them to the level they need to. And when you have such a strong returning group, it's hard to break into that. Even our reserves from last year are working hard to break into the starting lineup. And then you add um, six new people at varying levels. Uh, you know, I think their learning curve is different per individual. And I believe two or three of the, of the first year players are, are doing very well. Some others have uh, sustained some injuries, so they're having a little bit more of a tough time, but um, I think it's uh, it's a coaching challenge to keep all 27 people engaged at, and, and keep the, the top people getting the, the, the quality reps that they want and deserve. But at the same time, 
bringing up the people that need to get there. So we're only as good as our, our, our worst player. So, you know, it's maybe some extra reps for them and, and letting them know that they are valuable, even if they're just playing on the scout team at any given time. And uh, that we knew that was going to be a challenge going into this season, um, having more people, and that will continue into the fall next year. But if everybody values their role and realizes that every, we need everyone to make, make it work, it's like a cake recipe. You know, sometimes you just need that little pinch of um, baking powder. Um, but if you didn't put in that pinch of baking powder, the whole cake would fall apart. So um, all everybody is important. And I try to say that to them. But, you know, once again, young athletes this day, they, they do put a lot of pressure on themselves to be um, perfect. And, you know, our sport is it's very, very hard to to be perfect. There's just too many intangibles. Definitely. And I appreciate the food reference, by the way, even though it's <laughs> at the time of recording it in between breakfast and lunch, you've now made me very hungry. So thank you <laughs> for that. Um, before we go, I, I appreciate the opportunity that you allowed me back in the late fall to uh-huh. chat with your group to do a virtual ring ceremony uh, yeah. in honor of the 2019 championship. The one takeaway that I took from that group, and I know you've kind of touched on it here and there a little bit, but and it's been challenging this year as well for the obvious reasons, but I love the camaraderie, the genuine care for each other, each player caring for another, even the fact so that you had all the players present the ring to another player, as opposed to just reading their names off one by one for me. Like I, I love that. I love seeing that. I love that players are for each other. And it, it really embodies something that your program it's not just a one-off thing. It's going to be something that's going to carry on and it has carried on until this point. How special is that for you, knowing that every player that's on your roster, it's more than just someone that is wearing a number on the back of their jersey. It's someone that they genuinely want to be around. That That's such a great question. I have two things to respond, if that's okay. Number one, um, it's that genuine care um, for the person next to them is, is why we went 19 and three. Uh, we, <laughs> we won a lot of games in the fourth quarter overtime, unfortunately not that last game, but, um, and I think that had a lot to do with uh, a player looking to her left and looking to her right on the field and saying, I'm not losing this game for her. And um, that is really special. And you know, many times that same schedule could have been a 10 and 11 or a eight and 13 very easily, but they decided and they dug deep and they won for the the player next to them. Um, I guess you could also say for the name on the front of their Jersey, but I think it was more personal for them um, for, like you said, the unity and the camaraderie that they have, they really play hard for each other. So that's number one. Um, But number two, I, what was it? It was talking about the rings. I forgot now. Um, Oh, well, it was a good thing. I can't remember what it was. Well, maybe at another point we'll hash it up, but um, Jackie, appreciate your time. Looking very much forward to seeing your group back on the field. And hopefully I think you said it in that, uh, that little virtual ring ceremony, you never win in even years. So let's not, let's make it two. (laughs) Lucy was in for a meeting yesterday and she was looking around. She's like, coach, 
thank God it's 21. I go, yes, it's 21 twice. So I like it. Um, but yeah, and, and we're excited. Newcomers are great. And we're just, once again, at the end of the day, we're, we're grateful for any opportunity that we can be together. And when we're together, we want to be better. And to be better, we just have to roll with whatever anybody gives us on any given day. So awesome. Well, that's thank gonna you. Do, definitely. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Stag Sports Network Season Outlook Podcast. Make sure to stay with us on social media as we get forward and closer to the start of the 2021 athletic season. So we'll see you all real soon. Thank you for listening to the Stag Sports Network Podcast. For past and future podcasts, visit fairfieldstags.com.